Uh, record this. Welcome to the Finish Line podcast, a podcast all about accountability. Every week we talk to runners and other endurance athletes, learning how they hold themselves accountable and put in the work it takes to conquer that finish line. Today we're joined by Laura Norris of Laura Norris Running, and she is a full-time running coach and was previously interested in becoming a teacher or professor. So Laura, thanks for joining us. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Of course. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Um, so my background, I have been working as a run coach since um, late 2015, early 2016. Um, and over the course of the past five years, I've worked with over 200 road runners total. Um, everyone from people who simply want to start running or run their first 5k, 10k, um, to people who have qualified for the Boston marathon and people who have completed their first, um, you know, road runners who kind of got trail curious and completed their first 50k. Um, so that's just been a real joy. I absolutely love kind of accompanying people through those accomplishments. Mm -hmm. Um, beyond that, I create content both on my own website, Lauren West running. Um, I also partner with ASICS Runkeeper to create um, content for Runkeeper's website and um, do some content creation on my own website for companies like Adidas. Um, and then in addition to all that, I am the full-time stay-at-home parent for a toddler and I am currently pursuing my master's in applied exercise science with a focus on strength and conditioning at Concordia University, Chicago. Well, it sounds like uh, sounds like you have your hands full, and it must be hard to stay motivated to do all those various things. Um, so, when you have a new client and they're just starting running, uh, what is like? What's the way that you tell them to overcome that initial hump of running that we all face, of it being terribly miserable? Yeah. So, I mean, I think always my. I, there's a couple things I recommend. So the first is just to stick with it. It, you know, that's probably the most cliched, but it's the most true is um, like any sort of hobby or habit. You have to let yourself acclimate to what you are doing um, in order that your body gets used to it or your, and your mind gets used to it. Um, so, you know, I, it's always that first couple months that are kind of make or break and there will be runs that are hard, but those aren't going to be how every run feels. The next is just to take it a little easier. I think a lot of first time runners push too hard at first. So use run walk intervals to let your body in, to adapt to the stress and to keep your heart rate under control. Um, and then the final one is, um, to just find it the way that's most enjoyable for you. So for some people that's trails, for some people that's roads, when you're starting out, just experiment and kind of find what you enjoy the most. Awesome. And, um, so what's been like the most challenging running experience that you have personally faced and how did you overcome it? That's a great question. Um, 
I would say probably it's kind of actually, it was in the fall. I um, contracted COVID-19 in August. Um, and I took the couple weeks off for running. I didn't have any long or fever coughing symptoms. It was all neurological symptoms. But after that, it was um, very difficult to get back into running at the paces I used to run and the volume I used to run. So I went from running 40, 45 mile weeks, probably averaging an 830, 845 pace to um, much slower. I think my first few runs back after COVID were two or three miles at slower than a 10 minute pace. And since then I've been able to build up some, but I'm probably at 25 to 29 miles a week at about a 915, 930. But it's been, there's been demotivating points because you just don't, know why it's happening or I mean I have some ideas why seeing doctors but you just don't know how long it's going to be like that or if that's just kind of life permanent and as someone who used to be fairly competitive in racing I qualified for Boston twice I placed second at a race back when I lived in Seattle it's kind of a shift to not be in that competitive mindset for a while for training interesting and so how are you, uh, how are you overcoming this? What, what mindset um, are you on to overcome what that? Um, what I've been doing, and this is one that um, I think I read in Matt Fitzgerald's The Comeback Quotient, is I'm sort of embracing both ultra realism and gratitude. Um, so I, try, I think it's sometimes really easy as a runner, if something, if a race doesn't go your way or you end up sick or you end up you know, injured like a lot of runners, I think it's really easy to think, why me? Why is this happening to me? This isn't fair. And so it's just kind of been shifting away from that and kind of just being like, this is the situation I'm in and there are things I can control and there are things I cannot control rather than just being like, well, why did this happen? Um, and then kind of in addition to that, just gratitude, like ultimately I can still get out and run and those runs overall feel good. Um, and that's something to be grateful for. And I think that is one of the things I recommend a lot to runners. Like if they're feeling demotivated or they're having a setback or they had a bad race is kind of, you know, not having an overly Pollyanna approach, but finding the positive things to be grateful for and focusing on those rather than dwelling on the negative. Yeah. And so when you do fail to do something that you set your mind to, or perhaps you, you start getting flustered by things that are out of your control, what, what do you do to correct? Um, can you repeat that, please? My headphones got pulled out. Sorry. When, uh, when you do fail to do something that you'd like to, let's say uh, you uh, fail to be, you, you're flustered by things out of your control. How do you correct? That's a really great question. Um, so I think oftentimes it just takes, I give myself a moment to just collect um and that can be through just you know maybe almost a meditative thing where you just take a few moments to just inhale and exhale without thinking about things 
Um, and then I began to kind of almost list the things to be grateful for and then kind of focus on those. Cause often those are, are things within control. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also always try to reframe myself talk. Um, so there's certain phrases that I try to banish such yeah. as I can't do this, etc. And if I catch myself kind of failing or falling into like a negative mindset, I actively take those and I reframe them into something either positive or neutral, even, you know, instead of saying, I can't do this, just something like this is hard, but I'm going to keep trying. Awesome. And so what do you think the most applicable to daily life, uh, non-running type situations what, what, what principles have you learned from running that have been most applicable to your daily life? Yeah. So I think with running, you learn to, that you always have to focus on the mile you're in because you can like have a really bad mile in a marathon and then the next one's not that bad. So you just focus on getting through the bad miles and you take advantage of the good miles. And that kind of applies to life. You know, everyone has days or months or years that are harder and then they have ones that are really good. And it's just kind of, you focus on what you're in and how you can handle that rather than getting too far ahead of yourself or dwelling too much on the past. Right. Awesome. Well, uh, I really appreciate you joining us today, Laura. Um, and really enjoyed hearing your motivational strategies of you know, consistency, take it easy, finding your running niche. Of course, embracing ultra realism and and focusing on what you can control, not on what you can't control, and dwelling on the positives, gratitude, banishing negative phrases, and, and focusing on the mile you're in. And really appreciate all, all you've course, talked. Thank, thank you for having me, and I, I do apologize for any background noise. Oh no.